Kev on stage put a video out about why he is talking more about Patreon. And it brought up, I wouldn't say red flags, but definitely some yellow flags that I felt like we should talk about on the actual live. So let's see what he said. Podcast revenue has been down around 70% for me uh, and all my podcasts. Uh, Josh, Angel, and Greg, salaries are dependent on podcast revenue. And it used to be tremendously lucrative and I was able to pay them and all that type of stuff, but it's downturned tremendously. So instead of having to lay them off or reduce their salaries, I decided to give the Patreon audience and you an opportunity to help uh, basically save their jobs. I'm not even, you know, to put it plainly, in order to help keep them on payroll, I'm going to offer more stuff on Patreon. So I used to be able to supplement their salary even when podcasts dropped by like, you know, Facebook revenue or Snapchat or whatever. But if you hear in the news, Facebook says they're not paying creators anymore. Instagram is not paying for reels anymore. Things like that. Like that's where that supplemental income was coming. So I really don't have the extra businesses to offset that. So I told the Patreon, I'll tell you, it's if you want to continue to see these podcasts and see, you you know, all that stuff, then it's going to have to come from people like you. Otherwise, I just won't be able to sustain it personally. So, Moose, I actually want your take on it because I feel like I received it a different way and you received it a different way. Neither way is wrong. But I just want to know how you receive it as a person who's not necessarily like a super like in that creator world kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I listened to the video at length, which is surprising because that was a four, it's like a four minute, I think four and a half yeah. minute video on Instagram, which is technically a short form platform. So I was yeah. there like, okay. And of course it came from a very credible source. CJ shared it. Uh, shout out to him. I think, Today's his birthday, so happy birthday to see. Shout out to CJ. So I was like, yeah. So I was like, like, all right, I got, I got to listen to this. So I listened to it all. The, I listened to it all the way through, and then the first thing that came to mind is, of course, my logical behind thought about, okay, I do agree. There has been some changes in the platforms. The platforms are changing the way they do business. The platforms are changing the way they compensate creators. I can understand the business stance on why this might create an issue, right? You are dependent on a specific form of revenue. Let's just call it that revenue or income. And that income is now starting to decrease. And so of course you're having trouble to cover your overhead. So that was my original take on it. Now my mind immediately went into problem solving mode. As you know, I always uh, pride myself on being a solutionist. So I'm thinking about, okay, well, how would you solve that? How should you done that? So I definitely want to talk about maybe on the back end of this, how creators can platform proof themselves, right? And by platform proof, I mean, not being so dependent on the platform to make a living that you don't have to worry about those times. I mean, do times like this show up in every business? Absolutely. Every business is likely to do to face some cash management issues or revenue issues. I think it's standard for business to go through those ebbs and flows of standard, let's just call them practice. 
but being overly dependent on a platform and not having that diversified almost way of making money is what puts you in that first place to begin with. So uh, that, that I'll just keep it right here with Nick's because oh, at starters, that's what came to mind. It was, oh, okay, how can we pay attention to even more? Because I know this isn't recent. It's not like this just happened last week. You know, Reels cut their uh, Reels revenue or whatever payouts that was, I think, eight months ago, if I'm not mm. mistaken. Last thing I got from them was March. Shout out to my accountant who made that very clear. And uh, I was like, okay, so it has been a minute. So yeah, so that was my initial take, man. I was like, okay, the the business, there's there's opportunity for us to change the way we we do business as people on the platform. Um, so I love I love your take on it. I think it's 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 a bit similar to mine's where, for me, why I said it, it's bringing up kind of like a yellow flag for me because I'm like, okay, if top creators are going to start complaining about not complaining, but moving strategically based off of what the platforms are not paying them for, what maybe brand deals and sponsorships are not necessarily paying anymore. We got to start paying attention. Now I'm not so concerned per se, as far as the platforms, right? We all know, the platforms don't necessarily pay creators as good as we should be paid. Now, what I will say, if Country Wayne came out and said, hey, we're going to push everything to Patreon because these people are not paying anymore. Then I'll be a little concerned of the platforms as a whole, right? Um, In the beginning, he said, you know, the podcast revenue is going, is went down. So that doesn't necessarily have to do with social, social media as far as, you know, TikTok, YouTube. It, it may, but may not. I, I, I think of podcasting more as like brand deal sponsorships, affili affiliates, that whole nine. So it, it brought a kind of like a concern of like, hey, um, is people checking for podcasts from a advertising standpoint, not necessarily from a consumer standpoint, but from an advertising standpoint, are they checking for it? Right. Um, and then I had a conversation with a really big podcast and they were like, yo, we're not even getting as much brand deals like we used to. So as I'm seeing an increase of Patreon, and people talking about it, people talking about memberships. Um, I'm more of, okay, how do we strategically move in these times where creators, I believe, are over just getting views, over just getting engagement? There has to be now some type of return of investment, especially I think what, in my eyes, what, really kind of triggered things was Elon Musk. And this may mm -hmm. be coming out of it, but once Elon Musk started charging and then other people started charging for verifications and things like that, 
I think we started hearing a little bit more of an increase as far as saying, yo, I probably should get off social media, not necessarily get off social media, but if I have to start paying to be on social media for the exposure, have I truly utilized the, not utilized, but have I really leveraged the followers that I have right now and been, be able to serve them on a higher level off social media? Because if I don't pay, then I may not be seen. Or if I don't pay a certain type of tier, I may not be seen. So let me have a little bit more control. There is, do you know Tim Ross? Yeah. Okay. So he just, uh, and for everybody in the chat, let, let me know if y'all know who Tim Ross is. He just dropped a new app called B-Side, right? And so dropping apps aren't nothing new. That's cool. But, but however, for some reason, this one hit a little bit different for me. And when you open the app, the first thing that you see is more of a, like a TikTok kind of feed, but it's all his content. So you, you feel very familiar because now all the vertical form bingeable content is right there. Then on another tab, you see all the shows that are associated with this app. So Lecrae is, is, is doing a podcast that's on that and all these different other shows besides his stuff. Then you see different courses. Then you see the YouTube. So it's really having his whole brand in an app and it costs $12 a month or $10 a month if you pay the annual. And I think people are just going more into the subscription style a little bit more. Maybe to, to see some of the same content, some to add new content. But I do believe that creators need to have a little bit more of a hold of for those people who want to support and understand like, yo, this is this is a business and this still has to keep kicking. Right. Here, here's the membership, right? From a standpoint, a shout out to Isaiah who just did it. Uh, from, a, from a simple standpoint, we have things like crowdfunding, like, like the tipping, right? So super chat, uh, when it comes to Instagram, we got badges, we got stars on Facebook. I think gifts on TikTok as well as on Instagram. There's different things that you can encourage from a very simple point that I'll say that you could start with getting, getting your audience and your supporters to start showing love. But at, I do believe what Kev on stage has done, where is let me push the podcast stuff to the Patreon, because I do want to talk about that because he does have an app and he does have Patreon. And the question, I don't know if you caught it, the question is like, what's the difference between the app and what's the difference between Patreon, right? Which is, well, well, we'll go here now, which is a bit of a concern when you have multiple things and you are the face of the brand. Mm -hmm. So if I already pay for the app, 
But I still want to support. Do I have to pay for the app and pay and Patreon? You feel me? Like, I, and and he, yeah, and and there wasn't a a clear differentiation between the two. So it seemed like it's possible that both things, you know, what content is uh, being uploaded there, it can be very similar on on both of those subscription concepts. So yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, that that is a bit. Um... That that part was a bit confusing, but we could talk about that. Um, one thing, and, and let's be a little, not a little controversial, but I love Kevin on stage. I love his wife. I love everything like that. I think the only thing that I, I wouldn't say I don't agree with, because I do believe in honesty, and I'm not here to change or direct how someone tells their truth. If I was saying the message, I don't know if I would be like, Hey, it's up to y'all. If they get paid, like Mm -hmm. you're paying for their salary. If it doesn't get paid, we don't do this no more. Right. I don't, I don't know. Like if he stayed with the content, right. We're going to add more content. This is why Facebook's not paying. The brand deals aren't going through. And if he just stayed in that pocket, I'd be like, yeah, no problem. I'm all for it. I love supporting uh, creators. I just bought Dan Coe's book. I don't think I need it. But he has this cool package and everything. I bought that. uh, I'm on Patreon for some of my favorite podcasts, you know, so I'm all for that. But then when it was like, yeah, well, let me be honest with you. <laughs> Y'all don't pay this. I'm not. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I can't pay them. Now, granted, here's a lesson. I do like how he's like, yo, I do not. Like each thing has to be successful. And in, so in I was going to ask you about that as a non-creative. Yeah, as like a non-business person. I want to know your take on that point right there. That, 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 that was my, literally my next question. So I'm glad you're going there. Yeah. I, I like it. it that was kind of like an eye opening thing when I heard that, where it was like, yo, I don't necessarily take from here and here to kind of, you know, uh, make sure this is good. If this isn't good, this is a good, we call it, call it a wrap. Right. So that opened my eyes and I liked that part. And if, like I said, if he stayed there, I'm cool with that. But I don't know if you say, yo, I can't pay these people. So we, here's Patreon. I mean, like, what's up? You got me? I'm like, ah. but like I said, the lesson from it, is what is but i think everybody's level success is different like he looks at okay for this to be successful this has to make a certain amount of of revenue some people are like if this has this amount of reach where all my other content can't necessarily do that this is successful Like, so I think it just depends on what is success, but I can understand from a business wise, if it's not bringing in any kind of revenue, why are we doing it? 
So I could totally understand it. I just go, I think about it from what is, what is your definition of success from it? And it can change in the middle of it. You could be like, yeah, I would have started because it's great. And then it's like, okay, this is great, but it's not making me no money. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? I mean, yeah. 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 And let me correct what I said. Not a non-business person, a business second person, because that, that, that was, that was incorrect. You know what I'm saying? I know like you're a creator first business second. So let me just, you know, for the record say that, but you know, what's interesting is I literally came into this conversation thinking about an episode on the podcast that we did maybe about a month ago when we were breaking down the business models of the Paul brothers of Mr. Beast. And we were saying, Hey, you think that these people are content creators, but they're really business creators in the process. Like they have become a business, like that quintessential Jay-Z line of I'm a, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business comma man. That's exactly what that has done. And I really am looking for creators in our community, you know, people of uh, the black and brown community to turn that model up. I haven't really seen any standouts to break through with that same thing. I mean, I know, I think KSI is partnered on Prime, so it makes sense, but he's not from uh, America. So maybe there's some slight differentiation there, if at all. But my point is, that's the thought that I came into this conversation with, which is, how do we have more of those, what I always reference as the, or or what, what I should say, Simon Sinek references as why people working with how people. You know, the the creative minds working with business builders or business development people to say, no, let's think beyond the talent. Let's think beyond the passion of what you enjoy doing. And let's really build and safeguard a business model around you that will help to keep this sustainable. And I love what somebody put in the chat and they said that the platform compensation should be supplemental income. It's not something that should be dependent upon to make something happen which I love that, right? Because so much of, and I was watching a video ironically on TikTok where I believe the CMO of, was it HubSpot? I forget, I I gotta look up what company it was, but he was making his predictions of what's gonna be the main theme of each year. And in 2022, I believe he said that every business is going to become a media business. And we've talked about that as as a core theme, but, What I think is happening now is businesses that are becoming media businesses, they're just utilizing media more or leveraging media more rather than solely dependent upon the media to generate their income or replace their, you know, normal, normal revenue and income. So that's a big, that's a big almost difference between the two models where you would, you would look at one being almost like an influencer because they're using their creativity and their influence to utilize more eyeballs or get more eyeballs on them and essentially turn money from that versus the person who's saying, okay, great. I have a lot of people who trust me or listen to me or watch my videos and my content right now. What or where can I partner or who can I partner with to bring something together and bring to the market that will really make sense. So that that's a big part of this dialogue that, you know, outside of Kev on stage, I just, I just think about creators in similar positions because when I see people with big following or large following, 
having to deal with that, meaning the numbers did not bulletproof the business from revenue issues. Like you still have, you're still dealing with them. That lets me know that there are people with just as much, maybe even more followers and, and definitely people with less followers who are in a similar boat, meaning operating their business in a similar model that are also facing similar challenges. So it's that call of saying, all right, when are we going to start jumping into the other side? You know, like really going around the business piece a little bit more. So that, that's definitely something that I took away from that. Like, yo, this is even more proof of why this combination is necessary. This creator business, you know, duo is so necessary in the space. Yeah, I, I have to agree because if you, I think as we see creators evolve, you see the business side, regardless of the age, like, what was it? That Ryan guy who does the toys with the eight-year-old kid? There's a business component, even though my man just does videos about opening toys, right? It doesn't matter at what age, very young or very uh, seasoned, I'm not going to say old, very seasoned, eventually you're going to have, as Nipsey would love to say, you have to be creative with the connection. And some people will come out with physical products. Some people will come out with digital products. Some people will come out with events. Some people will partner with a boxing uh, situation and do fights. You know, it, it goes to really starting to think about not just, okay, I want to be a content creator for the sole fact of, you know, just making money off of social media and maybe some brand deals. I think you have to look at it of what are all the different avenues I can make money as being a creator or being a business owner that's turned into a creator. I do believe that, um, in all honesty, that business owners turning into creators have a little bit of a one-up. Because you already understand the importance of revenue and continuing to have certain things in place so you can continue to do what you want to do. Um, there's already a product or a service that you're promoting that worst case scenario, if social media doesn't pay anything, you still have some sort of revenue that's going to be coming in based off your audience wanting to support your brand. I look at this with, and I think just because I'm also in this phase of, because I'm starting another channel. So now I'm being very intentional with, okay, I did this. I know what it takes now. Are we doing everything in thing, in like in alignment, right? So where, okay, we have three videos up now up on YouTube on, on my channel. Does each one, uh, is the channel monetized yet? No, channel is not monetized yet. So I am first being able to promote deeper than the brand. Shout out to those people who are part of deeper than the brand, right? Inside of the description. I'm also able to do affiliates, right? Where I am putting out what 
my equipment is. Um, if I'm talking about a specific equipment or a software, I'm putting the link to that actual thing and getting a certain percentage that comes back. Cause what if this was to blow up and these people want, uh, let's say Canva, let's say, uh, Opus clip and all these things. What if this blows up? If my link is there, I will forever, regardless if it blows up today or regardless if it blows up three years from now, I will forever get a certain type of percentage that comes in from that. Right. So, from a very beginner side, yes, the goal, one of my very first goals is saying, hey, I want to monetize my channel. Cool. But that doesn't mean I s just sit and wait till we monetize the channel. What are the different other ways? Can I do That's that good. while I get there? Am I collecting my data so that I can present to brands and, and and get certain brand deals and sponsorships. Hey, I'm being very specific with my audience. They are coming for this. They are coming for that. And I have a dedicated amount of people. Every single time I drop a video, we're reaching a certain amount of, of views and a certain amount of engagement that though I am not having uh thousands, tens and thousands, hundreds of thousands of subscribers, though I'm not getting tens and thousands, hundreds of thousands of views, people will still pay to be in front of that audience. So things that I've learned from the podcast, things that we've done within here, now it's like, okay, I'm the beginner again. I mean, I'm the super beginner. So if I'm the beginner, what is, how can I set myself up off top to make some type of coins? Not, I'm not here to pay my mortgage just yet. You feel me? I'm not here to pay my mortgage, but yeah. I'm here to leverage what I'm creating. Now, if that's four, four bucks, that's four bucks I'm very excited about. If that is 400, 4,000, like it, it doesn't matter to me, but I do want to be able to set it up for whatever is meant for me is going to be there. So it, it's just more than, okay, am I posting? Am I creating just to get subs and views? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm interested in it, but I'm actually from a creator side, I'm actually just appreciative of the process of now going way more niche into a specific yeah. thing. And how do we diversify on the, the revenue side early? <laughs>